two things you must do while getting your credit restored or credit repair, whichever you prefer to call it. And that's whether you're hiring us to restore your credit for you or if you hire someone else. These are the two things you definitely want to do. What up? You got Mr. Smith, 0.5 of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And in this brief video, I want to talk about the two things that you must be doing while you're getting your credit restored. Otherwise, it'll be counterproductive towards what the credit professional or specialist is doing on your behalf. You see, a lot of times people hire people to restore their credit and they think they can just do whatever because it's like, OK, I'm going to get my credit restored. Let me do this, this, this. And all of the things that they're doing aren't beneficial to their credit. In other words, it's detrimental to their credit. They think that because they pay somebody to hire or hire somebody to restore their credit, that they can apply for anything. They can, you know, forget about paying certain things. Sometimes that's the mindset. And I'm not speaking for everyone, but I'm sure I'm speaking for all credit specialists that these are the two things that they want their clients doing at least bare minimum outside of other strategies and things that other credit specialists may implement. But I'm sure these are things that you want your clients doing, period. And this is something that you should do anyway, but definitely while you're getting your credit restored. Otherwise, what happens is if you're not seeing the results that you think you are supposed to see and you're not doing your part based on the two things I'm about to list, then you naturally want to blame the credit company when you weren't doing your part. And I was talking to a buddy of mine who actually hired me for my services, and he he uh, actually paid a couple of people to do certain things. And he was honest. He was like, he said, I'm going to be honest. I know some of the times I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, but not everybody has their perspective. And then some people, they just cast the blame. Hey, I'm, I'm ready to see this, this, and this. Well, let me ask you these questions. Have you been doing this, this, and this? Well, no, I haven't did this, and this, and this happened. That explains. So what are the two things that I'm talking about? I know I've drug it out long enough. The two things that I'm talking about that you must be doing while you're getting your credit restored. And these are some things you should do anyway. So it's not anything brand new that I'm about to say. Trust me. And if it is, then hopefully after this video, you implement based on what you just learned. Now, number one, you want to pay things on time. You still want to pay bills on time. I understand that you're in a credit situation. I understand that you may habitually do certain things such as pay things late, which is why you might need credit restoration. I understand. I get that. But now it's time for a transformation. In order for you to get somewhere you've never been, you have to do some things you haven't done. If you are accustomed to paying things late, you got to switch. You got to change it up and figure out, okay, what can I do to change that in order to make my credit where it needs to be? If that's something you truly desire, otherwise your actions are saying that that's not what you truly want. That's that. So paying things on time, really on time means early, is one of the things you must be doing. Why is that? Because when it comes to paying things on time, the factor that it taps into is payment history. That's 35% of your score. That's 35% of your score. That's the biggest bulk in terms of factors that go into your credit report. So you want to pay things on time. Now, if it's some things that you were laid on months ago or years ago, that's where the credit specialist comes in to see, okay, can we get some of these late payments removed? Can we get some of these negatives updated to positive? Can we get some of these accounts that may have gone into collections deleted if we see some inaccuracies, if there are some things that are inaccurate, then we can dispute it and, you know, see what type of progress with that we can make. But as far as the day that you hire the credit specialist, 
going forward, you need to be paying things on time. Otherwise, what happens is when it's time to refresh and see what results have taken place over the last 35 days, give or take, we discovered it. Oh, something went to collection. Oh, something, you know, was paid late. Oh, this person applied for these new things. So you definitely, and that's a bonus one, you know, don't be just applying for different stuff without letting your credit specialist know. And this is really to empower you. So don't look at it like I'm talking at you. This is to empower you to understand the necessities of doing these basic things because they have a drastic effect on your credit, whether you know it or not. Some people are just like, I don't know why my credit is like it is because they just don't understand the concept of credit. But by hearing this video, now you're you're more knowledgeable than a person who once didn't understand. So that being said, paying things on time, 35% of your score. So you definitely want to pay things on time. And by on time, that means ahead of time. That means early. That's what payment history is all about. The second thing you want to strive towards doing, and it may take some time depending on your scenario, but at least be heading in that direction. Why? Because this equates to 30% of your score. And truth be told, if I had to be honest, I think even though it's 30% that it equates to in terms of affecting your credit score, I really think that is more important than the 35%. I ain't going to say more important. I don't want to put it like that, but you have the most control over it because as it relates to the second one, we're talking about credit utilization. Credit utilization is dealing with an individual who has a credit card. If you have a credit card, then you want to make sure that you're keeping that utilization low. Some people say under 30%. I personally say under 10%, single digits. So if your credit card limit is $2,000, you knock that zero off and you're left with $200. That's your credit limit. So you want to do that for a couple of reasons. For one, when you keep your utilization down, the creditors look as though, oh, that's, this person don't really need the card. They're just using it. So, you know what? Let me get on a credit limit increase or let me make sure I report that their utilization is low and that has a positive reflection on your credit score because you got a credit utilization that's under 10%. And if it's not currently there, then set a goal to start making that happen. Some people use two different models. Some people say they do the the uh, debt avalanche as it relates to credit cards. And basically you're just paying off your higher interest debt first and then, you know, knocking out the rest. That's one angle. If that's something you prefer, by all means do it. I, I get the, the financial thinking behind that. Another option is doing the debt snowball with your credit cards. And that's basically taking the lowest balance. And then once you pay it off, you're paying everything, you know, the minimum on everything, but you take the lowest balance and you're paying more than the minimum. So say, for example, you got a credit card that's a $500 limit. You spent $450 on it. You want to start there. And if the monthly payment or the minimum payment on it is $50, then you're not just going to send them $50 you're going to send them 100, 200, or go ahead and pay it off, whatever your circumstances allow you to do. Now, when you pay that off, the amount that you would have been putting towards that credit card, you start to pay it on top of the next largest debt. What that does is it gives you momentum. I was talking to a queen, uh, I believe it was yesterday, and she was just talking about how she really felt a little overwhelmed with the idea of paying a credit card down under 10%. And I understood that. But then she told me that she had a credit card that was about $500 limit, like I just gave in an example. And I said, okay, yeah, start there. 
And that's the idea she had. I said, start there. Because I said, what it's going to do for you is this. Once you pay that off, you're going to feel good that you at least accomplished that small goal. So it's going to give you momentum. And it just allows you to celebrate a small win. And you roll it over into the next win. So it allows you to build momentum without being bogged down with the overall goal. And you just focus on the small one. Boom. Knock that out. Boom. Knock that out. Boom. Knock that out. And it just steps on top of each other. So those two things are two things that you want to be doing. And the bonus one was don't just be applying for things without letting the credit specialist know. And this positions you to just have holistic credit anyway. So this is a message to anybody who wants to restore their credit. If you're restoring it yourself or you hire someone else to do it. But more importantly, if someone is fixing your credit, you want to make sure you're doing those things because that's 65% of the score that you can control. 65% of the score that you can control going forward. What the credit specialist is doing is looking at what is on your account in terms of old payment history that might be late and see about getting that removed because certain late payments are still affecting your score, even though you may still be paying things on time going forward. Some old things that might still be on your score. So we find the inaccuracies and we get rid of them. So that's that. And then we recommend certain suggestions and things of that nature. And a couple other things that go into what we do, but we want you to be able to control the controllables. This is not you doing the work as it relates to credit specialists. Because sometimes people are like, well, I have to do all of the work. Why should I pay? No, that's not you doing the work. That's you doing what you're supposed to be doing anyway, which is paying things on time ahead of time and keeping the utilization as low as possible. I understand things happen, but aim for less than 10%. And once you get there, then you celebrate and, and pivot into the next phase of your journey. So if it's a credit specialist listening, I'm sure you can attest to what I'm saying. And this is a message to the listeners, but at the same time to someone who may be hiring us. So in the future, you may hire us to take care of of those two things so you can position yourself and posture yourself to have great credit due to the new habits that you are building by just following those two simple steps so that's all i got for this brief video let me know if you got some value like subscribe the whole nine yards and uh i'll see you on the next video salute